Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe This Got Greenlit, a show where we discuss movies from our childhood, our nostalgia from watching them as kids, how they got made, and our experiences re-watching them as adults. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Warner, and across from me as always, the wonderful Matthew Pellin. Hello! <laughs> I, your introduction is always so nice. Oh, thanks, man. I know. Um, Why don't you say that when we're not on the radio? Well, you know. How come when I see you in real life, you're like, ugh, you just make a sound, you make a groan. spit on you and just <laughs> kick dirt at you and just walk away. <laughs> then all of a sudden, Monday, 7 p.m., oh, he's so wonderful, guys. Um, I don't know. <laughs> thanks. Anyways, um... This is an absolutely wild episode we have for yes, you guys yes, today. It is. Um, we're talking about the Cat in the Hat live mm-hmm. action film from 2003. Yes. And I figure just because of the just sheer amount of content, we should just jump right into <laughs> stories. Okay, before we jump in, yeah. I have to I have been preparing to say this to you. Yeah. And it's on air, but I, this was a very important thing I had to talk to Nick about. As <laughs> as you know, if you've listened to the show before, every week the choice of movie gets rotated. So Nick picks one, I pick one, and vice versa. So the first episode, Nick chose Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. I picked great the next up. one. Well, okay. <laughs> next one I picked was Boy Who Cried Werewolf. Also great, but lost forever. Yeah, sadly got lost. So Nick was very gracious, and he's like, you know what? You can pick the next movie because you lost your episode. It was very kind. Appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate <laughs> it. I didn't think it was much, but <laughs> I, I, it was nice. So I picked Hop, yeah. and that was pretty fun. And then it was your choice, so you picked Cat in the Hat. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, no problem. No problem, right? So a couple of days go by. I still haven't seen it. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, it was like 3 in the morning. I'm thinking about the show. I'm thinking about like our friendship. And I'm just getting really like sentimental. <laughs> so I send this big, beautiful text to Nick. Which, by the way, I woke <laughs> up to. Did you? Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> what happened last night? That- I was just feeling I was just feeling good. I was like, So I sent this text. I was like, hey, man, you know, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of the show with you and <laughs> I already just, see know, this is going. just know I, I love I love you so much and I love this show and, and this friendship means so much to me. Thank you so much. And it was it was really like it really meant a lot to send yeah. that. You know what I mean? Because you mean yeah. a lot to me and I love yeah, doing yeah. this show. And then the next day I watched The Cat in the Hat. And I take back everything I said to you. I cannot believe you forced me to do this today. Dude, this is one of those movies where the the idea of watching it as a kid was only like I know I saw it okay and I know that I have an insane amount of trauma behind it <laughs> so I think I just needed this episode to kind of break through and discuss that trauma so this, this was, is literally a therapy session yeah for this me. is therapy for yeah. you that's why you forced me to watch this that is exactly I why I don't want to say movie you forced me to watch this thing it, it's it's literally an SNL sketch. Like both if the that. movie is the is an SNL sketch, and also there is an SNL sketch about how bad this movie is. Is there really? Yeah, I did with not Bill know Hader that. as Cat in the Hat. <laughs> Why did you awesome. make me watch that? That would be awesome. a whole episode on that. Instead. We gotta check that out after. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So so you were telling me before because I mentioned this movie and you were like I've never seen it. Yeah. So it's a little complicated in my history of this movie because okay. actually I totally forgot. So mm-hmm. I thought I'd never seen this film, and then oh boy, I went to go watch it yesterday. Where I then lost all my appreciation for Nick, and I want to quit the show. That's so sad. So, <laughs> I was watching Cat in the Hat, and I was like, "Wait a minute! It looked familiar." So mm. I was like, "I've seen this." Well, there's kind plenty of. of memes. Well, that's true. Yeah, the bat, which so, we'll get to because that's well, part yeah. of my trauma. Oh yeah. yeah. So my memory of this movie, actually, I called a p- couple people to confirm. Is I watched this in high school with a couple friends, mm. but the thing was, we were all talking to goofers, so we didn't really pay attention. And actually, I don't remember this, but we didn't finish it because even though we weren't paying attention. It was still the worst thing we'd ever put on. Yeah. So I we mean, knew we'd just shut it down. <laughs> Dude, I, the best way I could describe this movie is a term that that I don't know if I came up with it or a friend came up with it or I heard it on a podcast or somewhere. Okay. But I, I, the way I describe this movie is eye bleach. <laughs> <laughs> Which essentially, I mean, it kind of speaks for itself, but it literally, you can put it on. There's lots <laughs> of colors. There's weird gags. And you're literally just looking at something. You're literally looking yeah. through it because you just need something to watch. Yeah. And with our generation, like it's it's you know you just put on random content in the background, whatever. Just have. Yeah. This is one of those movies that you just put on. It's literally eye bleach. I can't even do it as background. Like I don't no, think you it's rough. how soul draining <laughs> this rough. movie was for me. <laughs> Although I will say, watching it now brought back some of the nostalgia. Aside from that one section of trauma that I'll get to. Okay. Um. And I was like, oh, like it was fun watching it. But then I was like, what? Similar to Hop, where I was like, I had a good time watching it. But by the end, I was like, that 
was atrocious. Yes. Like atrocious is, is not even the word I can describe. <laughs> this I I already started a ranking, which by the way, I need to bring this up. At the end of this show, I want to do a ranking of All experiences the in during the movie and then also like an objective ranking of the films. Because okay. I, my it's literally reversed. So my ranking right now has Cat in the Hat at the top of like the watch. That's experience, crazy. But the bottom of the actual objective. Okay, better. Film. Yeah. <laughs> Makes more so sense. So it literally is completely reversed, which is insane. But it, I, it seems like that's the experience with most of the movies. It's either one or the other. It's never both. Yeah, it's never yeah. Like, right in the middle. Or I think like, it's like, it's one, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like the movie's so bad that I had so much fun with it. That's that fair. I think that's me with Boy Who Cried Werewolf. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> exactly. Right. That was fun to watch, but I was like, this isn't great, but I had a good time doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so what, yeah, what, what's your childhood? Because yeah, I've not seen this. Yeah. So what happened so, to poor little okay. Nick over there? So I watched this movie. Um, we got, I don't know if it was the DVD or if it was just on TV. But I, I, I remember watching this in my living room with, I don't know if it was with my brother or just by myself. Okay. It would be funny if it was by myself and I was just scarred forever. That would explain the trauma. Um, yeah. But so I watched the movie and it was just mindless content. I was young enough because it came out in 2003. Yep. I was, you know, one when theoretically I watched this. But it was probably when I was older. Three, yeah. Four or five, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, you get to the scene where they're at the house with the birthday party. Yes. And. Right. The, yeah. So the, the cat kind of walks up and the kids come running out and he's like, I have to hide. I have to hide in plain sight. Yeah. And he basically replaces the cat pinata with, with himself. himself. Smart. That. That scene. That's the one? Gave me nightmares for, like, months on end. Out of all the scenes in the movie, that one. But here's why. It was this weird, like, uncanny valley of that doesn't look like a pinata. Because when I was a kid, <laughs> something didn't connect where, like, it looked too similar to the pinata, like the live yeah. cat. That it freaked me out. Like something about that didn't sit well with me. <laughs> Just and then the when he way. got hit, and he he you know went into like his happy place. Oh yeah. When he's like swinging, something about that like showing, like the like pain manifested into like this like <laughs> dream, like this good like state. Yeah. I don't know what it is because rewatching, I'm like, oh that doesn't, like like it brought back the trauma. But I was like. I don't get why this freaked me out. Oh no, it, it but freaked as a me kid, out. Yeah, as a it kid, it, it made me like bananas. <laughs> like I, I literally couldn't sleep for like days on end because I don't know if it was fear of me like getting hit with a baseball bat and just like getting knocked out to where I start thinking like about other things yeah. like outside of <laughs> the world I'm in, or if it's just again the uncanny valley of 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 the cat as the pinata. Yeah, I don't know what it cat. was. Yeah. Freaked me out. I was saying you didn't sleep as a kid. I watched this yesterday. I still haven't slept. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's also because I knew the cat was like a like a parental figure. Like yeah. he's like an older like like figure that was like taking care, chaperoning, well, allegedly yeah. taking yeah. care of. Yeah. Um, I think it freaked me out that they were beating him up, and then he like reacted negatively because didn't he like he like hit the kid or like he, he went like, to go hit went the to kid. go hit the kid that also freaked me out i was like scared that i was going to turn around and, beat up and there the kid. was going to be a giant cat with a bat <laughs> oh my god like if they made a movie called the cat with the bat and it was a like a horror movie that would be i think i need to make that dude they could just play this movie make it black and white and sell <laughs> yeah. it as horror and just change the score yeah exactly and that's it um which we'll get into that cuz the score is is an interesting thing we have such on okay um but so that's my childhood story. Yeah, now, very dramatic, this movie. I have another story with this movie. Okay. Because I watched it fairly recently with uh, my hometown friends. Oh, like before this show? Yeah. Oh. I have a picture of all of us watching this movie. Was this like in college or this before? was This was high school. Uh, this was 2019. So, so high around school. the same time I watched it for yeah. the first time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 2019. Okay. So we, we it was my friend's birthday party. We were at his house. Mind you, there are 12 people at this place. Okay. I'm pretty sure. It was like right around. It was a large group of like end of high school. Yeah. Like 12, 17, 18. 12 teenagers running around. Yeah. yeah. And someone recommended, oh, this movie Cat in the Hat is really funny. We should all watch it. It's ridiculous. It's Mike Myers. It's funny. It's it's great. We should all watch it. And you didn't ban him from the party? No, no, because I was like, yeah, I remember that being a good movie as a kid. <laughs> and like, okay, basically what happened is th two or three of us, not including myself, I was all for it. I was like, let's do it. Yeah. Two or three of us. 
were so violently against putting this on. As yeah, they're and, right. But they sat there and watched it anyways and just complained the whole time. They were like, this is the most unfunny <laughs> thing we have ever seen. And rightfully so, but it was just it was like a live commentary of just the whole movie. They were like, that's why this isn't funny. It was three of like my best friends from home that were just like dunking on this movie. Was it almost like they were ragging on it too much? A yes, bit? but it was hysterical. Oh, I was, was okay. I was finding comedy from them more than I was from the movie <laughs> for good reason. But then the rest of again, there's a big group. Yeah, the rest other than me and these kids that were dunking on it, the rest of the people were like, "Guys, stop! This movie's good. Like it's what? actually funny." Did people actually like, like this what movie? What is going on? So I I was like trying to figure it out, and then I I texted my friends because I was kind of iffy on like how the situation went down, and they informed me about that, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> What? That's bizarre. <laughs> it's awful. But so we finished the movie, and by the end, like, because it's a, it's an 82-minute film. It's not that long, but it, well. felt, it felt agonizingly yep. lengthy. <laughs> yeah. And so by the end of it, everyone, including the people that were, like, trying to be like, guys, hey, it's great. We're like, oh, you're right. This thing stunk. <laughs> and we Stinky. all, for the rest of the birthday party, we were all in such a sour, yeah, like, down mood. We were like, <laughs> why did we do that? I think we, it was like 5 p.m. and we all were just like, all right, I guess we go to bed. Like, yeah, I guess we just go to bed for the, the night and call the it a night. Yeah. This thing, this is it. This is the movie that ends the party. Like, yeah. If I'm at a party and someone's like, hey, let's put on a movie. And like, let's put on Cat in the Hat. That's my cue to leave the party. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sticking around. No, it was. It should have been. I should have planned it. But the, again, these are like my best friends from home. I grew up with them. Like yeah. It, I, I was like, this is going to be a fun experience. And little did I know nope. I was going to be telling this live on air. So <laughs> God bless. I'm um, assuming you don't speak to them anymore, right? After that night? They're still my best friends. I love them so much. That's insane. Um, yeah, they're, they're great. But uh, yeah, that choice was definitely questionable. And to yes. this day, the, the two guys that... that were like hardcore freaking out about it. Yeah, dunking on it. We're still are still like I texted them and they were like, oh that movie? Oh they like spit into their like into their like <laughs> microphones. They're like, this stinks. <laughs> yeah, they're right. Yeah. But so yeah, a lot of this episode, apologies to the audience, because a lot of this episode is me just gonna be airing out dirty laundry about how absolutely ridiculous this film is. Exactly. <laughs> keep in mind, I know there's okay, so from what I know, because I could be wrong. Yeah. But Nick is always the note guy. Yeah. And you come with like what, two pages of notes yeah, max for the other episodes. Typically two to three. Yeah. Um, and and usually about half of it, if not more, is the actual plot. So yeah. it's never anything that I'm like, especially for Boy Who Cry Werewolf, I had like maybe two lines of like stuff that I found. Exactly. It's mostly plots so we remember so yeah. we go over, don't miss anything. Yep. For this one, mm-hmm. if I'm correct, you have four pages of notes. Five. You five yeah, pages. I updated of it today. Notes. Today I went through You're and still I, finding I updated. Stuff? Yeah. Now, how many pages are the plot? One. <laughs> I have three and a half to Uh-oh. four pages of production, cast and crew, everything. Awards? Awards? I'll get that. Like Razzie Awards? Yeah. Uh, that's, oh, okay. yeah. That's what it's I thought. awesome. It's the greatest. I so, will say also, to give myself some credit mm-hmm. here, I also came with some notes. There you go. And there's okay. only two. Okay. But I have two. You want to you point them out now, or, or well, do you want to bring them one up? One of them was the little Nick bit that I started with. Oh, yeah. There you the go. So actually, I already did one. <laughs> You're already halfway through. And the other one, if we're going to get into kind of the history of it yeah, and all that. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, production's I don't know, you, first. yeah, you probably have this note as well, mm-hmm. but I did look up the actor who played Conrad. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know exactly where There's you're going There's some with weird this. stuff this with is, him. This is what I'm bringing up. Go ahead. You go. Go, go Okay, for so it. the actor who played Conrad is, named, is a guy named Spencer Breslin. Yes. And from what I know, because mm-hmm. I was with people when I watched this because yeah. I couldn't do this alone. Yeah. It was too traumatizing. <laughs> so I was with people. We all looked it up and we're like, what is going on? So as far as I know, he doesn't act anymore. Right. He now does music. Oh. Oh, oh you didn't, I didn't, oh, no, different I didn't get there. No, different no. He, yeah, he has an album. About the Razzies. But go ahead. Oh, or I not didn't about know the that. Razzies, okay. but a different thing. You see, he's now a musician. He has an no album. Way. He has a whole album. It's like 11 tracks. Oh, this makes sense now. And listen, know what I have. if Spencer's listening, I apologize. But which, we listen which, to the album. We know that you are. Well, yeah, obviously. He's <laughs> our third listener. It's my dad, your grandpa, and then Spencer Breslin. <laughs> Spencer Breslin, yeah, yeah. So I apologize, but we listened to the album. Mm. It's horrendous. I need to listen. To it's so awful. Oh, it's really bad. It's so bad. Is it? Is it like like on Spotify? Like how many? It's on Spotify. It came out in 2012. Does it have a good amount of streams? Well, that's the weird thing. Okay, so if you go to his Spotify, his most popular song has like 40,000 streams. <laughs> but that song is just from a movie that he was in when he was a kid. Oh. So his actual music, his top track has 11,000 streams. But check this out. 
It's the opening track of his album that came uh-huh. out in 2012. Uh-huh. I didn't write down the album title because it's my first time taking notes. So <laughs> I screwed that up. But it's okay. You should see my notes for Sharp and Love. They're awful. <laughs> They're like, it's the, the, the dream song. And then I didn't elaborate. Like, <laughs> I didn't know electric. what I was trying to say. But yeah, you're good. So it came out in 2012. And the opening track is about 40 seconds mm. of just a clip of Jesse Eisenberg talking. <laughs> That's it. There's not a single instrument that plays. <laughs> And I don't know if it came from a movie or somehow they're friends. Whoa, I couldn't tell what? you. What? And they just got clearance? They just got clearance. That's wild. And then the, the rest of the, it never is addressed. The album just then plays. I'm so curious if he recorded that just for the song I, or if he pulled something and was like, this is an artistic I tried choice. looking, but it's such a little known thing that I mm. couldn't find anything. Right. So well, I don't know. Yeah, because the majority of the research I did on him was the Razzies, but we'll, we'll get yeah. to that when we get to awards. But- I made a note that he was like a pretty popular child actor. Yeah, he was. He he, he made his way around the industry, and then he kind of I guess left because that's like the most cursed, like childhood a yeah, kid can have is clearly. being an actor. Because like no child actor is like of right mind at especially this point. one in this movie. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my. Oh, especially about Mike Meyer. Oh my God. All right, let's get into <laughs> let's get into the note. That is okay. insane, though. Right. Um, Those are my only two notes. Yeah. Now Nick goes back to being the so, main. So okay. let's go. I broke it down into different sections just because of the sheer. Just the volume, amount. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's start with the production. This yeah. is the basic stuff that we normally do. Chapter one. Chapter one. <laughs> production. So it 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 had a one hundred and nine million dollar budget. <laughs> now, what? for those listening, if you just look up the Cat in the Hat two thousand three or the Cat in the Hat live action or Cat in the Hat Mike Myers, uh-huh. if you just look that up and just look at a still from this movie, you would be like, why did this cost one hundred and nine million? Yeah. I, I couldn't find that. I don't know where the money went. I really don't. I, I think it goes to the cast and crew. It must, they have right? They have a very stacked cast and crew, and this is my biggest problem with the movie, is they have so many people yep. and like that are acclaimed people, and I'll get to that, but it, it, it it's awful. It's awful, the production that, that came out of this. <laughs> so $109 million budget, grossed 133 Oh, so it bombed horribly. It bombed commercially and critically. Yeah, so Some people were calling this the worst movie of all time. Which they're correct. Yeah. So just, again, general rule of thumb for people who don't know, mm-hmm. if you take the budget, you usually multiply it by two for marketing yes. costs. So what was the budget? 103 million? 109. 109. So that's, that's 218. $18 million. Yeah, we don't, we don't go to a math school. So yeah, clearly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 218. So it only goes to 130. So it almost lost so $100 million. Almost, yeah. That's It tanked. And critically, no one liked it. Yeah, it Not was Not one pain. person liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it's the second and final... And I'll get to why. Um, live action adaptation of Dr. Seuss. Was the first the After Grinch? the Grinch. Yeah. yeah. So the Grinch came out in 2000. This came out in 2003. Which I'm sure the Grinch will eventually be covered on this show. Yeah. 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 So they so they div- they were in development for a sequel. Oh. And it got shut down almost immediately. So basically, the, the sequel was based on another book by Dr. Seuss called The Cat... Wait. The Cat in the Hat Comes Back. Yeah. I've read that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they were going to make The Cat in the Hat Comes Back as a live action It was movie. greenlit. It was almost greenlit. Whoa. They were in development. And then they brought it to Dr. Seuss's widow. Yeah. And at this they point, were like, Dr. Seuss is dead, He's right? dead. Okay. Yeah, long gone. Uh, rest in peace. Um, yeah, the guy didn't live to see this. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but but his widow did, and this is the problem. Ah. Because she saw the first movie. Yep. Hated it so much As she that should. she refused any other live-action adaptations of her husband. Ever? Ever. So she this shut day, it down. She shut that down wow. immediately. She was like, I hate this movie more than anything. <laughs> Which is crazy. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah, so, so like I said, the movie came out in 2003. Um, the, the production started six years before. In 1997, this is Lord of the Rings. They, Why? They, well, because they were initially they initially attached Tim Allen to be the Cat in the Hat. Oh, and then he was filming Santa Claus too. Yep. So he dropped, and then I guess they did. They were just in like a like a development wasteland because they didn't start filming until October 2002. But the production only took three months. That's the, it. The entire production took three months to film. 109 million dollar budget, three months. So October to January, so 2002, 2003. Yeah. And then they released it in November of 2003. So a pretty quick turnaround yeah, really for a movie, as, like, aside from development. Especially for such like a big blockbuster movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were so many so many things wrong with this movie, obviously. But a, a thing I wanted to know, which I just thought was funny, um, they had a portable air conditioner okay. that they would take like the tube and just stick it into the cat, the cat suit, suit because it was so hot. They oh, filmed I'm in sure. California. And 
that entire like Whoville type town, mm-hmm. they built that whole thing. Oh, really? So people that were like local in the area were basically complaining that it was like an eyesore because it was just this <laughs> big like brightly lit like green purple yeah, all the gross. colors yeah. yeah all the fake trees and they were like what's going on here <laughs> and so people complained about it all the time but they built that whole thing so i'm assuming that's a good amount of the budget but they they made all the houses perfectly like exactly the same yeah um all that stuff well could you imagine you're local to that neighborhood and you have kids mm. and all of a sudden you see mike myers running around in a yeah. cat suit it's crazy i would call the police yeah <laughs> it's nuts um but yeah, and then and then other things that just it, it, so much went wrong in this movie. Props were stolen from the set, like during production, uh, the week before filming. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, they were found graffitied. <laughs> no way. And left in a mall parking lot dumpster, <laughs> which I just thought was hysterical. <laughs> that kids were just like, this movie blows, and they just took it and just. Dude, they knew before the movie yeah, yeah. Even finished. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, just to, just to add insult to injury. There was constant smog in the area. So all of the shots of like wide shots with yeah. like the big colorful blue sky, that's all digitally replaced. Because it so was, was just, just constant gross smog. weather. Disgusting. <laughs> so that's that's all I have for production. Dude, that's it's, not a sign that you should shut this dude, down. Dude, wait till we get so let's get into cast and crew, because this this is the part that blows me away more than anything. Okay, okay. So this movie, it, oh, I'm so excited. I've been waiting all week for this. <laughs> You've been hyping up these I've five been pages. Hyping up, dude, it's crazy. So this movie's directed by a guy. His name is Bo Welch. Yes. Or Welsh. Yeah. Welch, whatever. I remember looking him up too. Yeah. Basically, he was very well established in the industry prior to this movie, but as a production designer. Yeah, not as a director. M- main guy. Yeah. yeah. So he is a two-time Emmy nominee, four-time Oscar nominee, Whoa. and one-time BAFTA winner, and he won that for Best Production Design on Edward Scissorhands. Oh, wow. So a couple very of Whoville-esque. the work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he again- this is his first movie directing. So yeah. he only did production design. Yep. So he's worked as a production designer on Edward Scissorhands, Beetlejuice, Ghostbusters 2, Batman Returns, and all three of the Men in Black movies. So it kind of so seems like it'd be perfect. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, it's very Seuss-esque. Tim he Burton. He didn't do production design on this, which makes no sense. But <laughs> yeah, they brought him on as the director, and it's his directorial debut. Oh, what a start. <laughs> After all of that, four-time Oscar nominee, <laughs> he won a BAFTA, multiple Emmy nominees, all this stuff. And then he made his directorial debut with Cat in the Hat. Yeah. Um, As any then, great director does. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah. And then after that, he never directed a film again. This was his one and done movie. He quit? Yeah, he quit. This is the he, end. He, he, he directed some TV after that. Like, I think his most recent credit was 2019. He directed some TV Just series. like an episode or something? Yeah. Um, but he never directed film again. Wow. So that's the director. I do think he tried and they shut it down. I, I'm sure. I, I don't know because just the stories I've heard about this production the yeah. set the the whole thing from start to finish i can't imagine at the end of that he was like let's do this again i'm sure he was you miserable. thought he was miserable he had Absolutely. a bad experience there's no way this guy was like cheery on this set no way <laughs> seems but like so, no one was yeah so this is the part that because i know i knew who this guy was i read this name and i was like no oh, way this really? guy dp'd this film so the cinematographer for this movie yes drum roll please is emmanuel lubetsky and I did not you, know who that if is. If you know, if you know this name, this man is a three-time Academy Award-winning cinematographer. What for Gravity, Birdman, oh. and The Revenant? Whoa! Yeah, in a row, in a row. He's oh the my only God. person to ever win three in a row, and he has like, I think he's like in like the top five of like most awards for that like category like ever. 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 So I'm what? sure. Have you heard of Roger Deakins? Yeah. Yes. yes. Very, very famous cinematographer. Yes. If arguably the most famous cinematographer ever yeah, of all time. I, I would he think only has so. two. He's not, oh, he only has two. Or maybe he has three. Uh, you know, I think he has three. But it's still, he's this he's caliber. He's top notch. The guy that did the cat in the hat. Yes. Has some of the most Oscars ever. Ever. For and he is the most like decorated, one of the most decorated cinematographers of all time. Recently he did Amsterdam. Even oh, though that did. movie was a bomb, he, yeah. that, it looks stunning. It looks great. This guy yeah, that is, is incredible. True. And then you look at this movie. What happened? And you're like, what? And mind you, this is before all of his Oscar stuff, so he did this, and he probably had like a deep religious reflection <laughs> and was like, "We, I got to figure this out. Because it seems like, because keep in mind, I don't know any of this. Yeah. I, I'm here this first time. Mm-hmm. So the director mm-hmm. is well-respected. Yep, as a production this, designer yeah. still. But yeah. still, he's done a lot of Tim yep. Burton stuff. He's very in that seussical world. Like yep. That should be a, should have been a good fit. Mm-hmm. The cinematographer has won three Oscars. He's literally record-breaking, he, or he's up there with the other record-breakers. Mm. Should be a good fit. 
Yeah. So what happened? Well, Gary, for this, the writers of this movie. Okay. Dude, three writers, literally famous. This like this is their like most acclaimed work. They like are three very famous writers for Seinfeld. What? Yeah. And they've produced and written for a, a bunch of other shows like Barry, like the the Bill Hader show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Curb. Oh my <laughs> the god. The Dictator, The Simpsons, Veep, and SNL. These guys were all what? SNL writers. What? Yeah. I don't. I do not know. <laughs> I get the connection with Mike Myers, and they, that's probably why they got brought on. But it's it's crazy. You have the writers, going on? the cinematographer, the directors. This should be a smash hit. Easily. Easily. And the producer was so passionate about the Dr. Seuss books that he, like, shoehorned this into, like, existence. So he was like, hey, I feel so confident about this project. Yeah, because he also produced work. The Grinch. Oh, he did? Yeah, so this was like a back-to-back. That's kind of why it, like, all looks the same. Now, okay, I will say, I don't know about you, but for what's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, right? Jim mm. Carrey. I'm not a big fan of that movie either. Interesting. Out of the two, I mean, it's it's better I, I, than I this I definitely one. like it better. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's not even close. But out of the two live-action Dr. Seuss stuff, I find that both aren't great. I think the more animated stuff, especially from earlier, like the old-school Grinch that you can get in, like, VHS. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. But the live-action stuff wasn't great. So maybe the producer, maybe it's the producer's fault. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> There's got to be um, some explanation for I, what dude, happened. I don't know, but this team was literally stacked. It's kind of like how Amsterdam went. They had this big stacked yeah. team, huge, ca- huge cast, huge too. cast, and, and and it just flopped. It was awful. It tanked horribly. Um, I actually initially liked that movie, and then I thought about it for like twenty minutes, and I was like, oh, that actually. Yeah, no, I think I fell asleep. Um, yeah. So, uh, talking about the score a little bit, it, it, this was one of my favorite things about the movie. It felt very whimsical. Yeah. It, it was. It was very lighthearted. It was very fun. It actually reminded me a lot of going to Universal because. As most of you that are listening know, I did the Disney College program. Yep. All that stuff Mr. I had. Disney. Yep, Mr. Disney. Um, I, I went to Universal a lot. And they have, like, a whole dedicated land to, to Dr. Seuss. Even after this? Yeah. They didn't destroy yeah, it immediately? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but so the, 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 the atmosphere of the music kind of put me in that headspace of, oh, I'm having a good time at a theme park. It's great. Oh, it was so gotcha. great. But then if you, like, open your eyes and, like, look at the visuals and, like, listen to the jokes, then you, it makes you want to throw up. Well, that's my thing. So <laughs> I didn't – I never thought about the score – Really? So when I was watching it, here's that. Mm. When I was watching it, I hated the score. Only oh. be, on, only because of the yeah. movie that it was following. That's fair. So now that you say that, I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened if I went back and li- just listened to it. Yeah. And not actually watched the movie. it's actually really good. I, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's on Spotify or somewhere. and I, it, It's really good. It was composed, so David Newman. Okay. Randy Newman's cousin. I was about to say. Did <laughs> the score for this. Randy Newman was initially the guy on the score, and he did songs for this, and they hated them and threw him out, and was like, "Get your cousin!" <laughs> wow. And so they right, fired David, Randy Newman. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my point. There's so many <laughs> things about this movie, dude, that like make no sense. Like y- you have this again. It's before his time with the whole Oscar thing, but this cinematographer that is like top of the game. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. Like he just went and like did like a silent retreat for ten years, and then won three. <laughs> Oscars back to back to back. It's unheard like, of. This should have been like a beloved children's class. This should not exactly. be on the show. Exactly. To be no, it should you. not yeah. be. Absolutely not. Um, and then the original guy for hair and makeup also did the hair and makeup on Grinch, but he quit halfway through because <laughs> okay. Mike Myers was supposedly so unprofessional and he didn't sh- ever, ever, ever show up on time for his makeup Whoa. test. Ever. And dude, Myers, he. Let's talk about him for a second. Because okay. he seemed like a nightmare to work with on this. Really? Like, he, he is writing Shrek fame at this point. But yes, but <laughs> it was awful. I've, I found tons of accounts of like ridiculous things that Ooh. just completely irked people that like either made him quit or just. Whoa. No one came away from this and was like, Mike Myers is a cool guy. Let me, for, for yeah, example. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He would only talk to his assistants and the director. He would never directly speak to anyone else unless they were like filming promo for so it. So like lighting, nobody. No one. He was like, I'm only talking to Bo <laughs> Welsh and my assistant. Okay, so not the best dude. He forced retakes because he thought, because you know, SNL guy, he you know yep. he did his whole shtick. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, he forced retakes because he knew that Welsh was a first time director. So he was like, I know the funny. Oh. So I'm gonna make you do this because I'm gonna take advantage of you. Yeah. And we're forcing retakes because I know what's better. So he was just like a nightmare. He was awful. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's awful. And this one I thought was funny because there's a ton of them, but this one I thought was especially funny. I read somewhere that he had an assistant that his only job 
was to have this Tupperware container with chocolates in it, and he would feed them to Mike Myers whenever he asked. Okay, to be honest, that's why I'm getting an assistant, yeah, too. <laughs> dude, I would want to be that assistant. Right. It's easy no, money. I want to be... Listen, if this show ever gets big enough, that's the first thing that's I'm the, doing. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get interns in here. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. Just eating on Mike. Salted caramel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds horrible. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, so that's pretty much the casting crew. So we have this, like... Wonderful cast, this wonderful crew, excluding Mike Myers. Excluding Mike Myers, yeah. he was awful. But it, it should have been a slam dunk. Yeah, I don't. It's right. it's baffling hearing that after so, watching it. Yeah. So the movie's released. Everyone hates it, and then we yep. get to the award season. So it won one Razzie for for worst concept for an actual movie, <laughs> and then in parentheses, all concept, no content. That's awesome. <laughs> so because the story is very simple, it's like you base it on the book, you know. Yeah, it's the a kids, joke. their mom leaves, the cat shows up, chaos ensues, yep. they clean up, the cat leaves, the mom comes home, all is the good. End. Yeah. And they just had to stretch that into a feature length movie, which can be tough. It's very tough. Which I think is also where the Grinch suffered a little bit. Yeah, I agree. a very simple concept yeah. having to expand on it. Right. So it, it won that Razzie, which I think is hysterical, but it also got. A, a, a boatload of nominations for Razzies. As it should. Yes. And here are uh, all of them. Okay. Or most of them. Um, worst actor of the decade for <laughs> Mike Myers. Damn. <laughs> worst actor in general, Mike Myers. Okay, Mike Myers. Worst supporting actor went to Alec Baldwin. This oh. is, again, nominations. Okay, that's a good one. Um, and also, there's a, there's a, a quote um, that Myers and Baldwin, no matter when they were interviewed post this movie, yeah. they both like famously have no association. They're like, I never did that. Oh, really? Like, I hate Like, it. refuse to yeah, talk about it kind it. of thing? For good for good reason. Um, yeah. Worst picture, worst supporting actress for, uh, I believe, Dakota Fanning, the girl. The little oh, girl. the little girl? Yeah. Oh, I feel bad. Um, yeah. Worst director, worst screenplay for the legendary writers of Seinfeld and SNL. <laughs> I know. Um, worst screen couple for, I think, Baldwin and the... Lady. Oh, and the, and the mom. I'm pretty sure. And then we move on to the, and this is, I think, a now defunct awards ceremony. It's kind of like the the Emmys to the Oscars for Razzies. Oh, like the lesser Razzies. Yeah, this is the lesser Razzies. So it's called the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. That's a great title. Awesome. I think it's defunct now. Let's bring that back. But so they got nominated, or no, I think these were the wins: worst picture, okay, classic, good one; worst screenplay for a film grossing more than a hundred million dollars worldwide, which makes sense. Yeah. Most annoying non-human character. That's a category? Again, it's like the weird, <laughs> like very out there. I'm convinced they made that category for this film. Well, well, moving on. It's so funny you say that because they created a category for this movie. No way. For worst performance by a child actor for Spencer Breslin. Oh. And then they named the award the Spencer Breslin Award. Oh, the famous musician? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That was my note of it. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> So, like, famously, <gasps> everything in this movie is disliked except the score. The score got, like, actual... Like, okay, a, yeah. People actually, like... Has, yeah, got praise. But it's so... Dude, it is insane <laughs> that this is a thing. It's and I'm sorry word. if I sound like a broken record to those listening. Um, but it, it, there's just no amount of words that I can use to no. describe how baffling this entire thing is from okay, front I, to back. I think I said in the beginning, but I would describe it as soul draining. Mm-hmm. Like this movie hurt yeah. to watch, yeah. genuinely. So lucky for us, I mean, we're, we're over halfway done, but um, that's all my notes for, hey. for uh, everything other than the plot. Okay. So moving into a plot, into the plot, right? It's a cool 82 minutes. It's it's an hour, you know, hour 20. Whatever. Should be a cool 82 Should minutes. Should be a cool. Um, and you know, again, it's it's a very simple story in the book. Yep. And they kind of had to stretch it. So basically, if you know the story, then then it's essentially that, but a bunch of weird bits kind of yeah. Mixed just in. add in a bunch of nonsense. So it's, yeah, it's kind of weird talking about the plot because it, it like doesn't really make sense like well, also, like linearly. Yeah, like there isn't really you know even a plot. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's, they, that was my main note. Yeah. They set up like the cat comes and they're gonna fool around and then just random things right. seem to happen for eighty two minutes yeah. and then it ends. But so so trying to follow a chronological plot structure. Yeah, trying being yeah. keyword there. So apologies if this sounds crazy. But so it opens with a mom at work. She is a real estate agent. Right. And her boss, Sean Hayes, love that guy, shout out Sean Hayes. Um he's I a neat freak. Sean Hayes. 
right? Yeah. So he's very strict. He's like, I'm going to fire you if you mess up even a little. Yeah. So she's very stressed out. Speak, okay, speaking of Sean Hayes, mm-hmm. and that, speci- that role, because he also voices the fish. Yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. yeah, same, yeah. Exact, same exact, same guy. Mm-hmm. But I have a theory that his character of the boss was meant for Jim Carrey. Because he's doing his best Jim Carrey impression. Yeah. When he does like the oh, fired. Yeah, the fired. Dude, that was, that's so funny that you mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, it's just straight up Jim yeah. Carrey. And now that you say it was the producer of Grinch. Yeah, that I'm makes like, maybe, sense. Like, I'm sure they were pushing for that. Yeah, they probably were. Wow. Because it's straight up a Jim Carrey impression. Right. There's nothing else to and it. he doesn't do roles like that ever. No, never. Yeah, no. Probably because of this. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, because it was pretty early on. But still, oh my God. That Yeah, that's, that's an interesting uh, uh, note. Um, See, I came prepared. Oh yeah, I'm stepping on my game, Nicholas. <laughs> you're like, I, you're like, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so we find out that the mom is hosting um, like a get together for the work. Yeah, it's like some that. sort of party or and something. So she needs her house clean again. Yes, the boss is a neat freak. She, he, she's gonna get fired. It's spotless. If, yeah, yeah. So the mom gets home from work, and then she's called back to work. And this is kind of where we kind of establish. Uh, the characters of her boyfriend and the kids. Yep, boyfriend played by Alec Baldwin. Boyfriend played by Alec yep. Baldwin, and then we have Conrad, the little boy, and Sally, the little girl. Yes. Um, so Famously now played by Dakota Fanning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the boyfriend is, I, just a couple notes, he's untrustworthy, he's sly, he's seemingly using her, yep. and also his main shtick is he wants to send Conrad to military school. Yes, yep. wants him out of the picture. Exactly. So he this can sneak his way in. plot point that they added. To the book. I think that's what Dr. Seuss intended I'm when sure, he wrote it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, sure. Just... I'm sure this is what his widow absolutely <laughs> loved in this Oh, movie. yeah, this is the one part. Yeah. Um, Conrad is a mess. Uh, he's a typical rascal of a 12-year-old. Yeah. He's not Breaking the best. Breaking the rules. Yeah, he's, he's messes everything up. But then in contrast, you have Sally, who's the rule follower. She kind of has a stick up her butt. Um, she's mom's favorite, and she's basically just the golden child. Yep. Polar so that's, opposite. That's, yeah, that's kind of what we establish. And then the mom gets called back to work, which I found out later that the cat in the hat was the one that like called her. Oh, is that like, true? Like the client, it like his name was like Feline or something like that. Oh. But like it, the the main boss Sean Hayes like pronounced it wrong and then he was like, "Oh no, I'm sorry, it's pronounced Feline." And I was like, "Oh, that's the cat is like the reason why this whole thing happened." This movie's genius. It's literally <laughs> mind-blowing from the writers of Seinfeld. <laughs> Curb your enthusiasm, Barry. <laughs> SNL. <laughs> comes the newest 2003 live action movie <laughs> The Cat in the Hat. Hat, hat, hat. Oh no. Oh no. Hat, hat, hat. Anyways, um <laughs> so the mom leaves and now we get the babysitter. Yes, this is right. Quan. This is Quan. Yes, who the cat tries she, to kill at some yes, point. Yes, <laughs> so she enters and she is just like this slop of a woman. Yeah. She just <laughs> sorry, that's so mean. But she oh, but wow. she like gets there and she's like, all right, immediately falls asleep. Yeah, in two D- seconds. Two seconds. Yep. That's what I mean. Like not her appearance. But I mean she does have a funky look. But still. Um it it, it she is very irresponsible. Yes. It's awful. Not a great babysitter. Right. But that's how the cat in the hat gets to come in. Because yeah, she's not paying in. attention, whatever. It's. I made a note that it's so incredibly frightening how the cat is introduced. Genuinely, dude. This. I I didn't. I don't know how that didn't scare me as a kid. That's why when you said that one scene, I was yeah. stunned because there's yeah. so many other moments in this movie. Exactly, they're all frightening. But yeah. this one specifically, or like that one specifically, was what yeah, frightened me. Yeah. Not this one, which is bizarre. Crazy. But the yeah, the intro for my memory of the intro because it really is terrifying. Is there's like this knock mm. at the door upstairs. Yeah. And you would have this scene where it's this slow pan of the mm-hmm. kids turning around, like, what was that? So scary. Have you just changed the score and turned yeah. down the saturation? Yeah. It could be a horror movie in two oh, seconds. dude. And especially, like, when they're upstairs and they're creeping around. I, like, almost closed my eyes. Yeah. I was, like, literally <laughs> peeking through my, it was my a little fingers. Frightening. And I was like, what's going on? And then he, and then they turn around and it's him. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. So he's introduced. He's a nut. He's crazy. Now, can we, can we talk about his appearance? Sure. What do you think about the look of the cat? Dude, it's frightening. It's t- horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the Grinch looked much better. Much better. And it's the, pretty much the same people. So, yeah, so because the Grinch, like, keep in mind, that's a fictional thing. That's not sure. a real animal. Mm. But the Grinch looked like it was real fur. Mm. The face looked real. Mm. But when you look at this. Well, it was real fur. Well, that is L- true. Fur, no, fur the cat. Well, <laughs> was it really? It was, like, real, like, hair and fur. So, and what? Ha- it doesn't look like it. No, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It so makes no what? sense. <laughs> this what happened? I don't I, I, know. I don't understand this movie. 
This is the one episode I'm sure that we'll ever have that we're just literally like, I do not know what happened. This, I'm, this, I'm quitting. I I'm yeah, quitting well, the we show. We both just left and it was radio silence for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> we didn't put the music, but it was 20 minutes yeah. of just pure silence. That's what this movie deserves. It's crazy. Um, but then then you also like, the cat is kind of a creep. Kind right? of. He he very much is. He gets yeah. riled up over a picture of their mom. Yep. His, like his, his hat kind of like goes up. And I don't it's even like, know if we can talk about it on no, the show. No, probably like we not. We got to follow on but this it's, thing. It's crazy. He makes inappropriate jokes at inappropriate times. He just does yeah. so many strange things that well, like as a kid it just. And there's the one, that. not famous obviously because it comes from this movie. But this is one relatively famous joke that comes a little way in the movie. And again, I'm not even sure if we can really talk about the joke because mm. we have to follow WECB rules. Is it, is just it say the there's one a, that's not a rake? Yes. Yeah. It's a gardening tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, that was smooth, actually. <laughs> and I was stunned. Like, I think I paused yeah. the movie. I'm mm-hmm. like, they really just did that. Oh, dude, because they, they include the word dirty in it, too. Yeah, they it's crazy. Really go, like, they go for the kill. <laughs> um, But yeah, so we get introduced to the cat. He's a, he's a wild dude. Yeah. He's just wild. And these kids are, like, freaking out, but then they're immediately like, oh, okay. This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> And but so, he, like, he's wild not in a fun way. No, no, no. Like, as an audience member, like, this is a nightmare. Right. And the fact that I have to now spend the next 70 minutes with him yeah. is you're dreading it's, the rest of the it's movie. It's brutal. But, yeah, so so the cat basically, the he, he explains the, at least, at the very least, he explains the reason why he's there. He basically says that Conrad is a bedwetter and Sally <laughs> right. is a control freak. Yeah. And he's there to help. Right. Yeah. And, he, and the straight. way he explains that, he's, he bursts out into song and dance. To explain it, I f- see. I haven't forgot that happened. I have. I have literally just read that off my notes. Totally forgot. That right? Happened. Yeah. He's in a full um, like fruit bra. Yep, the whole thing. Whole thing. Um, and then the fish starts talking, which yep. the kids don't realize that that's a thing. No. Um, and they have no problem much. with and, it. And they have no. They have. No. They don't even linger on that for one second. No, just the fish speaking. They're like, oh, now. it's the fish. They're like, what? <laughs> anyway, moving what do you on. Mean? Yeah. But that's so yeah, like you said, it's also Sean <laughs> Hayes. And then he basically says he's the voice of reason. He said the cat shouldn't be there yes. and that the mom's going to get all upset and all this stuff. Which that is from the original book. Yes. The fish. Yeah, 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 yeah Which yeah. is a cool little... Which is awesome. I, By the way, the fish art in the book, I guess all the art in the book, but mainly the fish as a kid, loved. Yeah. That art is awesome. That art still holds up, yeah, surprisingly, really very cool. well. Um, But then when you get to the cat in the hat ride, I'll talk about that for just a quick second. Okay. Dude, they need to update the thing. Because that, that is they, arguably scarier than this movie. No, because come on, I'm not a big amusement <gasps> park guy. So do they have a cat in the hat ride at Universal? They do. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And they have, I think we counted them one time because it was just, there was never a wait. You just go on whenever you want. Okay. Um, Because no one likes that ride. <laughs> it's frightening. <gasps> um, But they have like, I think upwards of like 15 cat animatronics, like individual because it's throughout the ride. Yeah. And then like 15, give or take, fish animatronics. Okay. And the eyes look freaky. The cat is Doesn't like translate it's well because so, it's such an old ride, uh, but it just it looks horrible. Well, I think we learned from not just the ride, but also this movie that mm. this I don't think it can be translated you leave into it real as a life. Cartoon. Yeah, they it has did to be make like an animated like TV show. I think back in the seventies. Well, because I don't know if it was it probably was the seventies, but I remember watching some form of like PBS something like that, yeah. and they had like a Cat in the Hat show, and it was great. It's fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying I again. Know. Not to I keep bringing up the Grinch. I yeah. feel bad, but. It's like the old animated Grinch thing that was like twenty minutes. Mm. That's flawless. Yeah, all the I think with Doctor Seuss, you can't. It doesn't work yeah. in real life. 20, it's, just, it's impossible. Sorry, just, it's twenty minutes. <laughs> it's like twenty minutes. It's it's, it's awesome. Yeah, you're right though. It's just that you don't need all the all the. No, other they, you stuff. fill it in to make a feature. It yeah. just becomes a mess. And I written down in all caps. I am on Team Fish. I hate the cat. <laughs> yeah, the fish is. So was, correct. Dude, like, I think I brought this up last episode, but it's like the Peter Pan thing where you rewatch it and you're like, dude, I'm on Captain Hook's side. Yeah, he's, he's right. The fish is so right in this movie and you're like, cat, get out of here. You're gross. <laughs> you're a creep. You're you're awful. You're trying to change these kids. They, I mean, they need changing, but still, like, <gasps> let them figure that out. Let them grow up. Let them yeah. figure it out. And the thing is, like, in the book, they do a good job of making the cat himself likable. Mm. Like, you read the book and you're like, oh, the cat's cool, man. Like, I want to hang out with the cat. Yeah. In this movie... The cat's a wreck. Yeah. Like, he's just a menace. Like, he's never fun. He's never entertaining. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would even argue, I don't think the kids have a scene of them actually having fun. They jump on the couch for two seconds. That's the only scene where they're laughing. Right. All the other scenes, they're like, cat, knock it off. <laughs> like, even they know this is miserable. So the fish is totally correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Definitely team fish. Um, hashtag team fish. Hashtag team fish. Um, but yeah, so... It, once the cat gets there, there's really no plot because, again, no. like I said when I was initially describing the plot of the original book, once the cat gets there, it's just the the phrase chaos ensues. Yeah. That that takes up like 45 minutes of this movie. Easily. Is just chaos that 
does nothing. D- zero. Right? Like zero. So basically, the way that the movie, and we'll go back to the bits, but basically the way that the movie ends is they they have this box, they open this box, and they right. let a bunch of stuff out. The things are there. Yeah, thing everything. one, thing two. So they eventually, they fix it. They, they get the lock. They put the lock back on the box, right? And then they clean everything up, yeah. right? And then the mom gets home. She kicks out Alec Baldwin. And, Realizes and, he's kind of creepy. Yeah, you know? the kids are changed forever. Yeah, they're they're good. They're like now they know how to have fun. That's a good not job. Like, like garbage people. Um, and they have a heartfelt goodbye. And then Cat kind of skips off into the sunset. Yeah, the end. Right. That's it. But the thing I want to linger on for the rest of the show, um, are the bits. Okay. Right. Let's yeah. Let's break these so, down. So th- just to name a few because there's just too many to even discuss. Um. But the cat hanging the baby babysitter up, I thought was really funny. She, oh, he really? Puts her, uh, yeah, just like putting her in like the on like the hanger and like yeah, putting her in the, her in the closet. I thought was so funny. Um, the contract part where contract he had all like right. all the other people. I will say because um, again, I, I, I think I hated this movie more than you did. No, I I didn't like it. Oh my god! But even the hanger bit. I didn't find funny at all. Oh, o- see, I just thought it was like, this is ridiculous. It, like, it, 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 written down on paper, it could be kind of funny. Like, oh, it puts him in a hanger. Mm. But because it's live action, he looks like that. It all just translates as kind of freaky. Okay, yeah. So you're like, oh, he's trying to legit just murder this woman. Yeah, like, th- I mean, that's just, fair. There's just something but that's it, a little off about every single yeah, bit in this movie. Yeah. Um, I did think the quote from the fish when he gets thrown into the toilet and he said, this is where they buried my brother. I thought that was funny. Um, no, I hate yeah, it. No, I, I mean, listen, Awful. it's it's I, we're, we're we're really <laughs> stretching here, but this is just the stuff that you're that trying I'm, your best. I'm out, yeah. yeah. Um, the cat jumping on the couch was just ridiculous because you can clearly tell he's on strings. It's not, oh, he's flying. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like weird. Looking. It like looks very strange. Yeah, and again, it's very much from that like 2000s era. Like we can point out that was from our childhood, oh, which yeah. I think is the main reason why the show exists. Is like these movies where when you watch them, you're like that. Yeah, they don't growing up for us. Yeah, like movies Which don't awesome. look like that yeah, anymore. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um and they never did. Like if yeah, you look true. at like an old like eighties, nineties movie, they never looked like what they yeah, did. Yeah, you look like Back really to the Future, yeah. Indiana Jones. They look great. I'm not it's sure crazy. what happened for this these couple of years when we were growing up, yeah. but um the whole cat hair falling on Alec Baldwin and then him just like ridiculously going off sneezing. Right. That was like yeah. depressing but also really funny. Um I thought the cooking show scene was actually really good. <sighs> I, I okay. I liked the cooking show scene. Basically, there's the cat. He's doing the cooking show, and then there's another cat who's like the host. Yeah. And then the and then the chef cat threatens the other cat's life, which I thought was <laughs> yeah. so funny. Multiple times. Um. And then there's the famous "Oh yeah" catchphrase. Oh yeah. <laughs> that bothered me like more than I'm willing to admit. <laughs> um. <laughs> this whole movie bothered me more than I'm willing yeah, to admit. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, See, I gotta be honest. You're going through all these bits, and it's bringing back my memory of watching it yesterday. Mm. Because again, I blocked it out. Mm. But I gotta be honest, I don't know if I found a single bit funny. Yeah. There was one line that I remember that I found funny. Okay. Where he's going through all the stuff that they have to do. And he's like, get a car, check. You know, put on a new outfit, check. He's like, if you're from Czechoslovakia, you're a check. And I was like, okay, that's the one. Yeah, that is pretty good. I got a little like, this is the exact noise I made. <laughs> That's it. That's the only That's the thing most this, you got. Out yeah, of me. I'm gonna be honest. I think all of my laughing was internal for this movie. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. So enter thing one and thing two. Um. You know, they open the crate and he's warned not to. All right. The bad Does it things. anyway? I think it's the bad things of the cat's world. I think it's like a, a, yeah. a trans-dimensional portal, which is kind of like to his world. It's it's just, it's a strange thing to add because it adds yeah, so much lore to the cat. That's the plot. Yeah, that's the whole you know plot. I mean? <laughs> but so basically, that's the whole thing is like they open this box, it goes wrong because thing one and thing two just take control. Of yeah, the, they the do story. the opposite of what they're told. Exactly. To do. Yeah. yeah. But so then um, they lose the lock, uh, and then because it's a, like a crab and it like yeah. walks around and it goes on like the family dog and the dog yeah, escapes. the dog runs away. Yeah. yeah. But so then yeah, so then they uh, they eventually get the dog back. And they lock the box. But before yep. doing that, they um, <laughs> they ride Mrs. Kwan as a theme park right. ride. Right. And then they proceed oh. to do a Universal Studios <laughs> advertisement when they're riding Mrs. Kwan down. And like, because once they get down, they lock up the box. Everything is good. They have this cleaning scene, and then the movie's over. Yeah, that's the end. That's it. That's the whole thing. Now, are we allowed to even say riding Mrs. Kwan on the show? <laughs> are we going to get in trouble right now? But, like, as a vehicle, <laughs> they just sit on her and they Yeah, we got to make that yeah, very clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that's that's it. That's the whole movie. It's they, bizarre. And then there's just this insane, like, Shark Boy and Lava Girl type CGI giant like, world. Cat world. Of Cat World. Yeah. yeah. Which has so much weird, like, context and background yeah, to the so character. Much. That didn't they could need do to be a there. whole movie, like, in his world and, like, find the lore. Yeah, of, yeah totally like you said, could. Like, the lore of his backstory. It's bizarre. It's nuts. And can we also talk about the one scene where there's this whole underground cat in the hat party going on? Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, this John Wick level, yeah. like, ra- like, rave. So strange. <laughs> and they're all wearing, like, cat hats. Yeah, they're all, like, all in on this guy. Yeah, like, there's, there's so many weird things they set up that yeah. maybe, like, I don't understand the universe right. of the cat. It's crazy. Like, I think he's, like, worshipped, almost. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a very strange scene and one that I, I would like to <laughs> eventually talk about more in depth. Yeah, well, one day we'll um, break this movie down for, like, three yeah. hours. Yeah. But so, um... That's pretty much it. And if it if it felt like that whole middle section or just the plot in general was rushed, it's because nothing happens in this movie. Yeah, it's movie. not a lot you can really It's literally talk about. just them lingering on a bit that they thought was funny. Yeah. And like it doesn't progress the story whatsoever. No, and it usually lingers too long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have like the cooking scene that I think is like ten minutes or something. Yeah. It's something ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Um but anyways, so final thoughts. For me, I think that, like I said earlier, the score, it, it felt like I was at Universal Studios, which was awesome. It made me okay. feel like I was a kid. Yeah. It was so fun. That was my favorite part about the movie. Um, it, There were some okay bits, but the it really, the movie overall kind of lacked any sort of depth, like whatsoever. Yeah. There was no depth. It was literally just bit, like, it, it's not even like the bits were interesting or no. had any sort of depth that was progressing like progressing no yeah there whatsoever. was this it, it all felt so needless yeah um it was almost laughable how bad the character arcs were besides sally and connor yeah. like everyone else didn't really have any sort of character arc um not interesting whatsoever um <laughs> uh, and uh, and last thing is it's probably the worst of every movie we've watched and probably will ever watch as far as holding up to now like yeah. from childhood to now yeah. yeah easily i will say my final thoughts on my end after watching mm-hmm. this is this I know I said this last week so I feel bad for kind of repeating myself but mm. this was easily the worst watch I had yeah. of the four we've done mm. like Hop I kind of was like okay I remember why I liked this as a kid but this one I was miserable mm. to the point where and actually I didn't tell anybody I did this but I watched this movie with people yeah. I immediately went back to my room and I watched another movie because I had to cleanse myself yeah, you had from to, like, this debrief. movie I, one of my favorite movies of all time The Way Way Back I put that on and I was like, I need something that I know is br- like it's gonna really make me happy. So I was up till three thirty in the morning. I had classes the next day. I was like, I can't go to bed. That's crazy. On <laughs> my last note of the day being the cat in the hat. Yeah. That's how draining this was. Like I really struggled to finish this thing. It's crazy. I was. It was so bad. Made for a good episode though. <laughs> Made for a good episode. Yeah. It's very fit. I think when I, if anyone ever asked me, like, hey. Do you have an example of like a movie that fits your show? This is it. Easily. Yeah, this is the yeah. textbook example. Um, and last thought, I, I can't, can't believe, believe this got greenlit. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Uh, we can officially say this now, which is awesome. Yes. Tune in next week for Kermit Swamp Years with our very first guest, Jonah Bowen. So excited about that. <laughs>